The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 23rd of November. In your Squiz today, the Victorian election is tomorrow. The American killed by a tribe on the remote island of North Sentinel. The man accused of killing one of our top cops in 1989 found not guilty. And a song lyric you won't want to miss. This is your Squeeze Today. Victorian election tomorrow, Claire. The Coalition need to pick up seven seats to oust the Labor Party. So for all those heading off to vote tomorrow, or if you're just interested in this, let's take them through the major talking points. Look, it's been one of those ones where the main issues of debate have been around infrastructure and also around cost Mm. of living. They're pretty standard items these days, particularly when you're looking at state elections with capital cities like Melbourne, where infrastructure particularly is an issue and and people uh, who are trying to get into the city to work uh, uh, also Mm. have some extra cost of living pressures. So, they're they're two big issues. And then when you look at what Labor's focused on, they're focused on health and education. And for the coalition, they're really pressing hard on law and order issues. But by all accounts, it's been a fairly low sort of vibe kind of election campaign. Mm. Uh, Of course, federal factors have played into it and politicians don't have a really great rap at the moment. So that's been really difficult for those um, state candidates to really sort of push their case. But election tomorrow and um, by all accounts and certainly by a new poll in the financial review this morning, Labor is looking ahead. Right. Uh, so the Labor guy is Daniel Andrews. The Liberal guy is Matthew Guy, just for all of those non-Victorians who are listening who may not know. Yep. And Labor is the incumbent. So Labor they've the been, um, yeah. yeah, they've just been in for one term. So it looks like they'll get another one. Um, this story is a pretty nuts one. In 1989, Federal Police Assistant Commissioner Colin Winchester was the highest ranking serving police officer to be assassinated in our country's history. The man accused of his murder was yesterday found not guilty in a retrial. David Eastman has been pressing his case through the courts really for uh, 19 years now, uh, even longer. He's been in, in jail for 19 years for that killing when he was found guilty. Eastman was a former Treasury official. He'd been locked in a battle with police over an assault charge and uh, the police said that they had recordings of him muttering away to himself in his apartment, uh, confessing to the murder. So uh, they've always been very, very strong on their conviction that they thought that Eastman was their man. The other alternative um, theory on it was that it was a mafia hit job. But yesterday after um, appeals, it went all the way to the High Court and back down again. Uh, Eastman was found not guilty. Wow. Um, Yesterday, Prime Minister Scott Morrison announced he is considering changing the law to allow the government to take away the citizenship of convicted terrorists. So what happens currently is that terrorists who have been sentenced to more than six years and have citizenship of another country are able to have their Australian citizenship taken off them. And what Scott Morrison announced yesterday is that there would be no minimum sentence and that it would be possible to do it if someone had simply an alternative citizenship option. It's a human right that you can't have your citizenship taken away from yeah. you. You can't be, st- well, you can't be stateless. Yeah. So it's one of those things that they then, um, how do they do it? The law council and others say that they're not convinced that you can. So there's probably going to be quite a process around this. Um, Scott Morrison and Peter Dutton yesterday said that they want it done ASAP. Uh, but even, um, liberal, 
uh, members of committees who would look into this in quite a great deal of detail are saying that it might take a little bit of time and that these things can't be rushed. Unpick that, yeah, exactly. Um, an American man has attempted to visit an island in the Bay of Bengal. That's the stretch of water between India and Myanmar. Um, he's been killed by the local inhabitants, a group of people who are virtually untouched by modern civilization. Yeah, every now and then you come across one of these very obscure and startling stories and I didn't know about these people, I didn't know about this island and certainly the report about what's happened to John Chow, he was a 26-year-old American adventurer and missionary. Uh, Apparently since his high school days he wanted to get to the island and this is a quote, share Jesus with the Indigenous people. It was one of his goals to do that. So it's um, quite an interesting story. It's it's quite a sad story that he's gone there and has been killed by um, those um, Sentinelese people. Uh, Indian authorities are trying to work out how to recover his body. Apparently, he's buried on a beach uh, and his family in, just overnight have had quite a bit to say about what's happened to, to Chow. They say that um, it's it was his life's work and, and that they're very proud of him and they forgive the tribe members who killed him. Wow. You aren't supposed to visit that island. The Indian government warns people against going there. Um, there's only, they reckon, probably about 100 inhabitants, maybe less. Yeah, and it's even illegal to film um, yeah. those those people. And, and a, a lot of the, um, the pushback has to do with their... Um, uh, of course, immune systems, they, they just couldn't deal because they've been so secluded from um, modern life and, and modern society. They, their immune systems couldn't deal with any of the sort of diseases and um, infections that, that we carry. And Claire and I could talk about this. We could do a whole podcast on this. It's such an, yes. <laughs> it's so interesting. <laughs> um, mm. But we will move on. Bit of retail news. Amazon had originally blocked Aussie shoppers from accessing its US and UK sites, but it's had a change of heart. A little change of heart, Small so not a big heart. change of heart. Yeah. So, yeah, they've allowed Australians now back on the Amazon.com site to shop from a range of, of goods that they will offer, but uh, don't get too excited. It's not their full marketplace with third-party sellers. It's just the, the a range of goods that Amazon sell directly. Right. Of course, that's just in time for Black Friday as well, which is one of the biggest shopping weekends of the year. Look out for a whole heap of sales this weekend. And job cuts at Ikea, Claire. Yeah, they're re-sort of tooling their business. They're going to cut 7,500 administration jobs. They're, though, hiring 11,500 digital roles. Mm. Uh, that has to do with refocusing um, not necessarily away from bricks and mortar, perhaps away from the really big box bricks and mortar stores into more small stores that can get into more urban areas. Yeah, and if either of those topics are of interest to you, have a look at our podcast series, Squeeze Splains. In that series, there's an episode on retail. We talk a lot about Amazon and its impact. And we also have one on jobs where we discuss the changing nature of the workforce. So both very relevant to some of those recurring news stories. You can access those via our website or by searching for The Squeeze on your preferred podcast app. Maybe a good thing to do on the weekend. But let's get stuck into Friday Lights. Safe to say I won't be opening a restaurant anytime soon after having a look at one of your suggested reads. Well, it's 
looks like it's a lot of hard work. I mean, we all have these dreams of, yeah. you know, I reckon, so glamorous, I reckon even back in high school, one of my mates and I had this sort of dream that we would open a restaurant together because, yep. you know, if you like food, of course, you're going to be good at running a restaurant, but apparently not. Apparently not, according to a guy in Toronto who had a crack at it and he's documented his tale of woe um, in an article. It's a, it is an interesting read. And then we've got a couple of good guides. There's the New York Times, 100 Notable Books of 2018. I'll be having a look at that as I start getting organised, you know, for a bit of downtime at the end of December. Yeah, gifts for Uh, people. All those sorts of things. And I can't really keep count of the number of indoor plants I've killed in the last couple of years. So I was quite excited to find this guide about the best low light inside area plants. So, Oh, great. Yeah. Again, I think indoor plants are good gifts too. So that potentially could put your head as well. That's so relevant for me. I was actually thinking about an indoor plant as a gift. So thanks for that. Well, Hopefully it helps some others who are you. listening. Yeah, <laughs> certainly helped me out. <laughs> Uh, just finally, before we get the subject line, last night, Headley Thomas and Slade Gibson, who are the journalist and producer of the Teacher's Pet podcast series, won the Gold Walkley, which is the biggest journalism award in the country. Very well deserved. I know a lot of people who listen to our podcast would have listened to that series. What's the subject line? Oi, 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 oi. <laughs> That is. <laughs> that was a treat from. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Buffalo Soldier. Can we get that that lyric again from you? That was um. Oi 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 oi. <laughs> that was special. we do care about the story sorry yes tell me Uh, no you got to get though you you absolutely have to do yourself a favor today as molly meldrum would say and um get into that link and just check out the picture of um tong kam and this thai farmer they've got a very special friendship okay all right we'll do kind of can't miss it now It's a good way to end the week. That's a great way to end the week. Have a really great Friday, everyone. Have a look at the Squiz Today email. There's $100 from Seller Masters to give away to someone who reads the email every day this week. Thanks for listening to the podcast as always, and we will talk to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.